Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. A little sneak preview of a new show that we've got dropping Wednesday night, 7pm. So depending on when you're listening to this, that will either be tomorrow night or tonight, depending on when you're listening. But Wednesday night, 7pm, it will be YouTube exclusive. So you will have to go to Rugby League Guru on YouTube, go to my channel there, subscribe, and there's about a 50-minute show there, which is unreal. You guys will love it. Essentially what it is, is me and Matty the Waterboy from bloke in a bar sitting down in bloke studios answering the questions that are sent in by you guys we pick one one question that we're going to focus on every single week and essentially the theme is the sort of conversations you have at the pub at 2 3 a.m when you're talking footy with your mates going into real bizarre sort of areas uh really deep sort of covers that you normally do over a few beers we've got a long list of topics that myself and maddie have had those conversations with our mates sitting in the pubs late at night that are really good conversations starters. Our very first one for episode one is who is the best hooker ever not named Cameron Smith. So he takes Cameron Smith out of the equation. We go through all the options, including a heap that were uh, suggested by you guys on Instagram as well. So a heap to get into there. It's about a 50-minute episode. You've got about 12 or 13 minutes of it here. I wouldn't say this is the absolute best parts of it either. Just a random bit uh, that I chose to cut out for you guys. But a sensational new show. I am really looking forward forward to it, me and Maddie. We sort of finished and we thought, fuck it, will we go again? So we've got a couple of episodes up our sleeves. You guys are going to absolutely love it. Remember, it is YouTube exclusive. So go to YouTube, type in Rugby League Guru, subscribe there, and it will let you know when the new episodes drop. We'll be letting you know on social media and on the podcast here as well. If you've got any questions you want me and Maddie to cover on the new show, the off-season, please send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, wherever it might be. Send a pigeon, do something, message in a bottle, whatever it might be. Let me know what sort of questions you want to hear us cover or if you've got a particular one that you think would be unreal for this show. 
I'll let the little clip play, play now, give you a little intro to the off-season uh, where we're having the sort of conversations that we all have in the early mornings at the pub with our mates about rugby league, our favourite pastime. I'll hand it over now, and it'll be me and Matty talking about the greatest hooker ever, not named Cameron Smith. Unbelievable. Just to give you a little stat on how dominant Smithy was, not that I need to remind you guys, he won Dallium Hooker of the Year on nine occasions, yeah? Nine from 18 years or something ridiculous. Like 50% of the time, he won Dallium Hooker of the Year. There's three names we're going to talk about a lot today, and they were the three most commented by you guys. Steve Walters, Benny Elias, Danny Badiris, three champion hookers. We'll talk in more detail about those three soon. Matty, combined, they won nine Dallium Hooker of the Year awards across like 30 seasons. Smithy won the same amount as those three combined. Fucking unbelievable. It's it's just crazy. And what did you say? The first one was 2006, and the second one was – sorry, and the last one was his final year of his career. 2020, his, when he was 37 years old. Oh, he's just – Unbelievable. Mate, just insane. Crazy. So, Smithy, goat by far and away. And as Matty said, it's the only real position that I think there is no argument whatsoever about who is the best hooker. And I think the other thing about Smithy is... I think he'll be timeless, mate. I think there's certain, like you look at Glenn Lazarus as a front rower, did incredible things, but I think it's fair to say that front rowers now are doing things that Lazo wasn't able to do or couldn't have done then. What Smith did, I think he would have been as dominant in the years that he played as mm. any years before him and probably any years after him as well. Would you agree with that? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, from all the footy that I've watched, I'm sure you know people generations older would probably argue about hookers actually hooking in the scrum. But, yeah, as going forward, I don't see how anyone can top what Smith's already done. If you put Smith's career in the next two decades, it's going to be just as impressive. Yeah, for sure. And this is why I've sort of cut it off at the 40, 50-year mark because you have got guys, obviously, like your uh, Elwin Walters and these sort of guys who played back when the hooker position was about winning the ball in the scrum. Actually hooking, that's what the position's named after, as I'm sure there's a couple of young younger fans, Matty, that probably have never even thought about that mm. in any way, shape, or form. But it obviously has changed. Probably from the late 80s onwards, the hooking position has changed. And, mate, oh, I guess that's where we'll start. Benny Elias, he's the first one that comes into this conversation. Uh, 233 games for the Balmain Tigers. For our younger viewers, yes, there was a Balmain Tigers before the West Tigers, of mm. course. Benny Elias, the absolute king of Balmain. He lost the 1988 and 1989 grand final. Uh, never won a premiership. And I think Benny's one of those guys that we hear the question pop up quite often. And I've got a feeling it might be something that we might talk about over the next few weeks, Matty. The best guys to never win a premiership. And I think Benny Elias has to be right up there with him. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, look, if I'm being completely honest, I've only ever watched highlights of Benny Elias. But it's funny, when I worked at New South Wales, especially with people like Blocker, and, and you talk about best hookers in New South Wales history, obviously we never talked about Cam Smith. Um, it was always, you know, someone like Danny Badiris, but all those older people would all say Benny Elias. And they'd kind of, some of them kind of arc up if you, did, if you didn't say Benny Elias. He was, yeah, especially in, that, in, the, in the Origin arena as well. Yeah. He was, he's got so many great highlights. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to speak when you didn't actually watch him that much, but going off what all of those people are saying... Uh, he was certainly the hooker of that t generation. And f for me, when you talk about hookers all the time, we talk about that transition from when being a hooker was about winning the ball in the scrum. Benny Elias was the turning point for me. Uh, he was the guy that sort of, he was almost a halfback playing hooker. He was the one that really changed the position. It used to be a very 
old school sort of position where it was like throwing watermelons off the back of a truck just delivering whereas Benny Elias he changed it completely standing at Marky used to be the easiest job in the fucking world until Benny Elias came along and then it changed everything you guys like your, your older school guys like your Roycey Simmons and Bugdens these sort of guys once Benny Elias stepped into it it changed everything he really was a heart, like a halfback's mind playing at hooker 19 games to New South Wales only 6 games for the Kangaroos so not a stack of games for the Kangaroos there's a reason for that hooker of the year in 1985, 1988, and 1992. Now, when he won it in 1992, Hooker of the Year, Dalian Hooker of the Year, that one would have meant a lot to him because that, of course, was when he was going head-to-head with Steve Walters. And this is one of the great clashes, I think, of our generation. Because Smithy's been so dominant, we probably look back at that clash for the New South Wales 9 jersey between, you know, Michael Ennis and Robbie Farrar. That was probably the biggest rivalry we've seen. Benny Elias um, and, of course, Steve Walters, Boxhead, who we're going to talk about now. These two went head-to-head in the Origin Arena, genuinely playing for a Kangaroos jersey every single year. So Benny probably played a lot less games for the Kangaroos than he probably should have because he was constantly going to head- head-to-head with Steve Walters. Now, Boxhead... 272 games, the vast majority of them for the Canberra Raiders. 228 games for the Canberra Raiders. Now, there was a period from 1987 all the way to 1994. Yeah, so an eight-year period where he won three grand finals and he lost two. So he featured in five grand finals in eight years. Pretty impressive, of course. Uh, 1987, he lost. He won in 89, 90, and then lost in 91. So almost got that three-peat. But then, of course, the Canberra Raiders, uh, led by Steve Walters, Ricky Stewart, Laurie Daly, Mal, they all returned in 1994 to win the Premiership once again. So, pretty illustrious career. Steve Walters, obviously the brother of Kevy Walters. 17 games for Queensland, 20 tests uh, for the Kangaroos. And in every single rep game he ever played, he started in each and every single one of them. And as I said, you sort of had this Benny Elias era where 85 to 90 was all about Elias. Then all of a sudden, Steve Walters, well, not all of a sudden, Steve Walters really came into his own with the Canberra Raiders. He was the Daly M hooker, 91, 93, 95. So when you look over that five-year span of hookers, uh, those two won the Daly M Hooker of the Year. Well, if you look over that 10-year span, those two won the Daly M Hooker of the Year on six occasions. So pretty wild. Now, I know Steve Walters, obviously a Queenslander, Maddie, so I don't know how much you've had to do uh, with, with with Steve Walters and whatnot, but do you have any, any memories or conversations you've heard people t- talk about Steve Walters? Well, just for the fact that that greatest team in the 90s, primarily early 90s, are one of the most fascinating teams of all time, looking back. Like, they were that young team that just came through, and then they they lost that first year, and then they just kept kept winning, and he, he was a part of that. And you go back and look at that Raiders side, there are some, like, Laurie Daly, Mal Meninga, Ricky Stewart, Bradley Clyde, some absolute throbbers in that team. And he was there the whole time. He was a mainstay. So, I mean, he's, he's been he was in one of the greatest teams of all time. And I think because there was so many superstars in that Canberra Raiders team, he's probably the underrated guy. Mm. When you look at like you, um, Ricky Stewart, probably the best long passing game we've ever seen, potentially the best long kicking game we've ever seen. Mal Meninga, an immortal of our game. Bradley Clyde, arguably the best forward we've ever seen. I spoke before, a guy like Glenn Lazarus, like you look at what Lazo was doing back then and front rowers now – they're doing things that he could have never done, whereas a guy like Bradley Clyde, what he was doing back in the 80s, guys are doing the same thing now. Mm. Like, he was just on another level, and you had all these superstars in this team, and arguably the greatest team ever, the Canberra Raiders of the 90s. 
but touching the ball on every single play was Steve Walters. So he has to be put right up there at the very top. Uh, I'm I'm sort of leaning towards having him as my second best ever. I know matty has got someone else, and we'll get into him now, which is interesting because the careers of Steve Walters and Danny Badiris, they sort of overlap each other. Now, the back end of Steve Walters' career, uh, he obviously goes and plays for the North Queensland Cowboys during the Super League shit fight. He's up there for two seasons. 99, he actually goes and joins the Newcastle Knights. And, and you Knights buffs, you can probably give a little bit more detail, but he only plays about half the season. His season comes to an end. It's the end of his career. And at that point, Newcastle, looking around their squad, who's going to come in and play nine after Boxhead. Of course, they find a kid that had played a bit of fullback, a bit of centre, a bit of halfback. Danny Badiris, he comes in and he plays hooker. And, well, we all know how it unfolded with Danny Badiris. Over, what, 250-odd games, captain of New South Wales, captain the Kangaroos, did it all in rugby league. I'll give you a bit more detail into Danny Badiris and his transition to hooker soon. But, Matty, a guy that I'm sure you would know inside out, Danny Badiris. Tell us about your memories. Yeah, I know Danny Badir as well, uh, working at New South Wales, and he was one of those guys, when I met him, I was completely and utterly starstruck, because he was one of my, literally one of my heroes growing up. Um, one, of, one of my most fascinating memories of, of talking to Danny Badiris, and I'm just always in awe of him, is he's like, someone, someone asked him about his, his, uh, his lack of kicking game, and he goes to me, he's like, why would I need to kick when I can just give the ball to Andrew Johns, yeah. the greatest player of all time. Like he knew his role so well and everything that he did do for his team, he, he did it a hundred percent and he was one of the toughest motherfuckers to ever play the game. So yeah, I loved watching Danny Badiris play uh, when I was growing up as a kid. And I loved when he came back from Leeds and, and returned to Newcastle. That was, I thought that was a fantastic moment. He's also, many people don't know this. He's massive in Leeds. Like he had three solid years there. If you go to YouTube, you type in Danny Badiris Leeds. Like they got a song, uh, a song about him. That they used to sing. They, in, they used yeah. to sing in the stand, uh, sing in the stands. And yeah, I mean, growing up, it's, it's hard to, you know, I was a South fan. Uh, we won about 10 games in my entire primary school career. So <laughs> when I watched Joey and, uh, and Badiris play, it was, it was hard not to absolutely love them. I think I don't have the stat in front of me, but I keep getting reminded. I, I think, when uh, Joey and Bedsy didn't play for the Knights, they went on this crazy streak of just not being able to win a game. And unfortunately, that streak was broken by South. But, like, it just shows how important Danny Bedeiris is to Newcastle and then eventually to New South Wales and Australia. He's truly one of my favourite players of all time. And you make a really good point. And using Bedsy's words there, you know, why would I need a kicking game when I've got Andrew Johns in my team? And I think this is part of the career of, you know, Danny Badiris and Steve Walters. When you've got Ricky Stewart, Laurie Daly, Mal Meninga, and when you've got Andrew fucking Johns in your team, you probably don't need to be the most expansive hooker of all time. Your job is very simple. Move the boys around the park and get clean ball, clean early ball to your halfback. So I think sometimes we sort of undervalue the roles that those guys played in their team. Whereas a Benny Elias, and I think this is why, you know, some of that, some people in the older generation feel so strong about Benny and from what I've picked up on is that he was the focal part of the Balmain Tigers attack. Everything they did came off the back of Benny and the way that he was able to control the ruck. So it is a really interesting conversation when you're talking about those three, all of them. I know the Dally M system isn't the best thing to go off. I get that 100%. But I think with hookers, I think it does give you a pretty fair indication of who was the best nine that season. All three of them have got three of those. So pretty impressive. Just on Danny Badiris, obviously mentioned that his career overlapped with Steve Walters a little bit in 1999. He went on to be one of, if not the second best, greatest 
hooker we've ever seen. Just on Danny Medeiros, I think people don't realise, like 1995, he made Australian schoolboys. He was the halfback that year. His half partner was Trent Barrett. The next year, he made it again. He, sp- he split his time between halfback and centre. So that was 1996. So he comes into first grade and he's playing fullback. He's playing centre. He plays a little bit of halfback, plays a little bit of hooker here and there. But by no means was Danny Medeiros ever a hooker. I heard Joel Kane telling that unbelievable story mm. uh, with the Hello Sport boys. Have you seen that one? Oh, that was fantastic. Crazy. What a great and yard. All yeah. because he was a fullback at that point. He was like an outside back. They eventually sort of, you know, shoved him into hooker. The Steve Walters things happened and I'd love to be a fly on the wall or talk to some of the players that were around in that 99 season to see the impact that Steve Walters had on on Danny Badiris because it is wild that those two played at the same club. Walters helped Badiris. Badiris is the best hooker in rugby league up until, and the Australian hooker, up until 2006. He plays his last test match for the Kangaroos in the 2006 Anzac Day Test. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The next time the kangaroos run out, Cameron Smith's in the nine, mm. and he doesn't let go of it for another 12 years until he decides... Fuck it, I've had enough. I'm well, going to retire I, from rep footy. I'm pretty sure Cam Smith, in his Aussie career, missed one game <laughs> f- for Australia. And Robbie Farrad got his, got his go. Something I, like that. I've got so many memories of waking up at 2 fucking a.m. to watch Australia beat the living shit out of Scotland with all these guys making their debut. <laughs> and every single time, Cameron Smith yep. ran out in every single game, stacked up so many. That was a tough thing for Danny Badiris, you know, from 2006 onwards. Captain of New South Wales, granted they didn't have much success and whatnot, but he just couldn't get a bait in that Kangaroos team. So, and I think Danny Badiris is the start of a long list of guys that we're about to talk about, that their careers were just completely fisted by Cameron Smith existing. They just, they were never able to reach those absolute heights. There was guys that, you know, you could have an unbelievable Dally M year and score 25 points. Good chance Cameron Smith scored 26 or 27 Mm. in a standard year for them. So those three, they're probably our standouts. I think we'll come back to those three at the end and discuss which one we're actually going to choose. Other guys that you guys mentioned on Instagram, though, that all went. There you go, guys. Little clip it from the off-season where myself and Matty the Waterboy answer all of the road questions that you and your mates are talking about at the pub in the early morning of the hours. A real one for rugby league tragics out there like myself and Matty the Waterboy. Remember, guys, this will be available at 7 p.m. on Wednesday night on YouTube. Only on YouTube will not be available on the podcast. So you will have to go to YouTube, type in Rugby League Guru, subscribe to the channel there, and that is where you will find it. We will have another one coming on Sunday night, I believe, 7 p.m. So it might be what we'll try and stick to Wednesday and Sunday night on YouTube. During the off-season, it will only be on YouTube, not on the podcast, so make sure you go and get stuck into it. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.